Coming up on 5-Minute News. Mitch McConnell backs bipartisan gun legislation in the Senate. Kremlin critic Alexei Navalny missing, alarming his allies. And FDA advisors support Moderna's vaccine for older children. It's Wednesday, June 15. I'm Anthony Davis. Mitch McConnell, the Republican Senate Minority Leader, announced his support on Tuesday for his chamber's emerging bipartisan gun agreement, boosting momentum for modest but notable election year action by Congress on an issue that's deadlocked lawmakers for three decades. The Kentucky Republican said he hoped an outline of the accord released on Sunday by 10 Democrats and 10 Republicans would be translated into legislation and enacted. McConnell's backing was the latest indication that last month's gun massacres in Buffalo, New York and Uvalde, Texas had reconfigured the political calculations for some in the GOP after years of steadfastly opposing even incremental tightening of firearms curbs. McConnell's comments were striking, as for years GOP candidates could risk their careers by defying the views of the party's loyal gun-owning and rural voters, who oppose moves seen as threatening their ownership and use of firearms. McConnell seemed to suggest that backing this gun measure might even help some Republicans' prospects in November. The plan would for the first time make the juvenile records of gun buyers under age 21 part of required background checks. Money would be sent to states for mental health and school security programs and for incentives to enforce or enact local red flag laws that let authorities win court approval to temporarily remove guns from people considered dangerous. Senators and aides hope to translate their broad agreement into legislation in days, in hopes that Congress could approve it before leaving for its July 4th recess. Both sides acknowledge that it is a difficult process that could encounter disputes and delays. Allies of imprisoned opposition politician Alexei Navalny sounded the alarm on Tuesday when they discovered he was no longer in the prison where he had been serving his time and there was no word on where he had been taken, creating fear that he was missing. But late in the day, the chairman of a prison monitoring commission said Navalny had been transferred to a maximum security prison nearby. Navalny was moved to the IK-6 prison in the village of Melikovo in the Vladimir region, Russian news agencies reported. Melikovo is about 150 miles east of Moscow. Prison transfers in Russia sometimes take days and are shrouded in secrecy. The lack of information about the whereabouts of Navalny, the most determined political foe of Russian President Vladimir Putin, had worried his allies. His closest ally, Leonid Volkov, said on Telegram that Navalny's lawyer went to visit him in prison on Tuesday and was told that there is no such convict here. Navalny was arrested in January 2021 upon returning from Germany, where he'd been recuperating from a nerve agent poisoning that he blames on the Kremlin and handed a two-and-a-half-year sentence for a parole violation. In March, Navalny was sentenced to nine years in prison on charges of fraud and contempt of court, which he rejected as politically motivated and an attempt by the authorities to keep him behind bars for as long as possible. 
The government advisory panel on Tuesday endorsed a second brand of the COVID-19 vaccine for school-aged children and teens. The FDA's outside experts voted unanimously that Moderna's vaccine is safe and effective enough to give children aged 6 to 17. If the FDA agrees, it would become the second option for those children joining Pfizer's vaccine. The same FDA expert panel will meet today to consider tot-sized shots from Moderna and Pfizer for the smallest children, those under five. Moderna's COVID-19 vaccine has long been available for adults in the US and elsewhere, and more than three dozen countries offer it to older children too. If the FDA authorizes Moderna's vaccine for teens and younger children, the CDC will next decide whether to formally recommend the shots. The Massachusetts company is seeking clearance for two doses and plans to later offer a booster. Yesterday's vote was only for two doses, full strength for 12 to 17, and half-sized doses for those aged 6 to 11. The FDA held up Moderna's teen vaccine for months while it investigated a rare side effect, heart inflammation. That's mostly a risk for teen boys and young men, and also can occur with the Pfizer vaccine. Moderna got extra scrutiny because its shots are a far higher dose. In their review, FDA scientists said there was no confirmed cases of the heart inflammation in Moderna's child studies. But experts say the studies may have had too few participants for a rare side effect like that to appear. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app. Ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate and review online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate. Delivering independent, unbiased and essential world news daily. We often hear about the individuals who took the oath of office to become the chief executive. But what about the other people who play a role in each administration or the events that may not be as well known, but that contribute to the reshaping of the office of the American presidency? On the presidencies of the United States, we explore each administration beyond just the person holding the highest elected office in order to better understand the history that brought us to the modern day presidency. I hope you'll join me on this journey through the annals of presidential history. Presidencies can be found anywhere fine podcasts can be found and is a proud member of the Evergreen Podcast Network.